Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is Late Tea Time, the golf betting podcast that finds the best betting value closer to the first shot being struck than anyone else. Always gamble responsibly. Visit BeGambleAware.org for more information. And here we are again for one final time for the USPGA ahead of round four. It's been to some extent going our way um, so far this week. We've got some contenders at the top end of the leaderboard. Um, Brooke Kepka, though, is currently leading it. He's six under. Victor Hovland and Corey Connors both on our betting slips are there at five under. Bryson DeChambeau's in there at three under. We're just in rows on our betting slip at two under. It's James and DT, as always. And DT, kind of going to plan, but there's um, some interesting stories there. I mean, Justin Rose, you mentioned him yesterday, all over the place, hold about three 20-yard 20 putts in a row to kind of zoom up the leaderboard, then kind of tail back again. Uh, but Brooks Kepka has just been steadily going about his business, not really looking up, not really smiling that much, but has got himself to the top end of the leaderboard. Yeah, it's, um, I know there's a lot of Twitter seems just to be saying, oh, look, it's ominous, and there's only one winner now, and all these type of things. And then a few other people pointed out that, who, which Brooks Kepka are we kind of looking at? Because... The one that hoovered up majors in 17 and 18, yeah, that it looks like him, doesn't it? That same yeah. sort of fella. Um, but then there's another Brooks Kepka who um, seems to be forgotten about that has blown, not blown majors, but you know, not got um, not got it done on the final day. So, so which one do we trust? Well, he was in a similar position only a few weeks ago, wasn't he, at the Masters? Mm. Yeah, and he keeps referring to that. He keeps saying. Um, he kind of thought about it a lot, as if like that's all you need to do now. As as long as he's had a good think about it, now he'll win. That like, no other factors involved. I think so, about sport all the time, DT, and I've yeah, never won anything. Exactly. So it's like, um, you know, he's trying to sort of, I don't know, it's a bit of kidology maybe to towards himself and maybe towards the rest of the field to to say, look at me, I I control all this, but. There's Justin Ray, the statistician, he's, he's got a stat that's just worth looking at. Um, so from 2015 to 2018, um, Brooks Koepka's final round scoring average in a major was 68.9, and he was 29 under par for that run. And then since he's not won a major, 2019 to this year, 
that scoring average has gone up from 69 and a bit to 72. And he's 13 over par in the final round of majors. So that's kind of been glossed over that. The, the, the sort of the narrative that everybody wants to think is that this is Kepka. Look at him. He's just timed it to perfection. There's only back, one winner back now. To his best, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, if he was some sort of price, I'd maybe go along with that myself. But he's mm. 13 to 10 to win from here. I don't, he's, I can back a 13 to 10 match bet thanks very much without having all this sort of pressure of him trying to win a major so at the prices he's not for me at that price not at all are you i saw a tweet from somebody this morning saying that after watching full swing on netflix brooks kepka the journey watching him playing watching having seen him practice um putting in his uh, living room and all of the dramas and um self-doubt and what have you that was going through his mind on that he's come out and said since by the way that that was a little bit in the edit he wasn't mm. quite as um uh, yeah, riddled with uh, self doubt as that suggested, but yeah. some people have said they've warmed to him a lot because of that. Yeah, you know, because they've seen his frailties, I guess. But are you, are you in that camp? Or um, I don't know. He's, uh, he can be a bit of a divisive character. Um, I'm not so sure I've ever been that down on him, and I'm not so sure whether I've been that kind of up on him. Um, I backed him in a couple of majors when he's won, so I kind of like him in that respect. He's done me some favours, but. Yeah. He's a certain type of bloke. He's a bit alpha male for me. I don't think I'd particularly get on with him. Um, yeah. There's other guys I'd rather sort of go for a, a drink with and a chat, let's say. The person that's impressed me probably more than anybody at the top end of the leaderboard is Corey Connors. He had that one hole, didn't he, where he kind of the wheels threatened to come off a little bit, where he went right and then into, the, um, in, into all kinds of trouble. But apart from that, he's been very, very precise and very, very good. His driving's been spectacular. Yeah, I mean, obviously we put him up at, was it 25 to 1 after round one? So we're cheering him on. Um, yeah, he had that funny moment where he just drilled that bunker shot into yeah into the lip. It was a funny roll, isn't it? It's, it's like he gets a free drop from that. Yeah. I couldn't quite see why, because it was like a bad shot. A free drop and you can pick where you want to put it almost. Sort of, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, he did make double bogey, but... Could have been worse, but so for most of like, us out there on the golf course playing on a Sunday afternoon or something, we'd have just lost ball. We have got no idea where it, where it is. What we're going to do? Oh, yeah. drop it on the fairway. <laughs> yeah, don't know the rules. We'll take a penalty shot. But yeah, it's um, apart from that one moment, yeah, he played beautifully and crucially played beautifully after that, so it didn't mm. like get into his head uh, much. And again, I think Justin Ray put a stat up where. Jason Duffner, who won at Oak Hill in 2013, he did something similar in round three in terms of he made a double bogey mm. and then put it behind him and went on to win. So I uh, don't know if uh, if uh, Corey Connors has read that tweet or not, but it might just give him some comfort. But yeah, in terms of how he's playing, basically that was just one bad hole. The rest was superb. This is Late Tea Time, the golf betting podcast. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. 
I mean, I mentioned in the intro there, we've got uh, Victor Hovland, Corey Connors, who are tied second at the moment. They're on our betting slip. Justin Rose is tied fifth. He's on our betting slip. But if we were coming to this afresh, DT, if this was the only podcast we've done on the USPGA, where would you put your money now on the outrights if we were to have a bet today? Yeah, so I wouldn't back Kepka at the prices. It's just very short for, you know, he's only got a one-shot lead. This is This has been a good major for 20-somethings. I mean, all majors have been good for 20-somethings in the last few years, and I think this would take the streak to eight or nine, eight maybe. Um, Hovland fits that bill. He's uh, seven to two. Again, well, you, you know me. I, I think he's great. I, I just like his demeanour on the course. I just, yeah, you talk about who you'd like to actually probably spend a couple of hours with in a pub or something. I'd, I think I'd yeah. quite enjoy his company. He'd be a good bloke, yeah. Yeah. Um, Connors is, you can get 11 to 2 on Connors. That's sort of tempting, that is, to be honest. I think you, can't, you can't really make your bets, though. Your kind of uh, rationale for making a bet shouldn't be whether you fancy a pint with somebody, should it? <laughs> <laughs> no, to be honest. Um, but yeah, Connors, uh, 11 to 2, one shot back. That seems okay to me. I suppose if you look at last year, we've said all week, basically, to win a major, you need to be up there all week. You don't just fly from the back of the pack. But th- there's just a sliver of hope, isn't there, for um, the chasers in the fact that Justin Thomas was seven strokes back mm. uh, last year, um, going into the final round and won in a playoff. Um, so so there's that that gives you hope. I mean, if you look at this leaderboard, you'd say anyone who's under par so far this week, which is Kepka, Hovland, Connors, Deshambo, Rose, Scheffler, McElroy. Surely the winner's coming from that bunch. Yeah. Um, that takes you down to seventh. Um, then you've got Michael Block, Justin Sir, uh, tied eight. So they aren't winning, are they? So Michael Block's a great story. Though, I mean, he's a brilliant story. And yeah. what, have you seen the little tweet when he's told he's playing with Raw? And he's I retweeted <laughs> it on our, uh, on, our, on our Twitter feed this morning. Yeah. His face just kind of goes, he does a full 360 and comes back and says, you serious? <laughs> yeah, so that's, uh, that's pretty cool, isn't it? Um so he's playing. Yeah. It's, it's almost like he's playing for everybody in the crowd. He's one of them, isn't he? Yeah, he's kind of like the competition winner who sort of won yeah. this right to to live out this sort of dream. Um, but just going back to, to last year when when Thomas was um, when Thomas won. If you look at if you look at his rivals on the scoreboard after round three, you've got Mito Pereira. It was completely in the unknown. Yeah. Nearly one. You've got Matt Fitzpatrick, who at that stage hadn't won a major. You've got Will Zalatoris, who'd been in contention, hadn't won a major. You've got Cameron Young, hadn't won a major. Abraham Anser hadn't won a major. Uh, Seamus Power hadn't won a major. So, so the five, um, the top six on the leaderboard hadn't won a major. So, yeah. you know, they were ripe for getting picked off by the, the sort of wily, not that Thomas is too old, but, you know, that's yeah. kind of the experienced man who's won a major. But if you look at this leaderboard, completely different. You've got Kepka's won a major, DeChambeau's won a major, Rose has won a major, Scheffler's won a major, McElroy's won a major. So you've got a load of major winners up there. And then you've got Hovland, who surely will win one, maybe this week. Connors, not quite sure how you rate him in this sort of level of greatness. But he's, he's, got, all the crowd, he's got a lot of the crowd on his side because he's Canadian and it's just over the yeah. border. So it's a very different... I can't see... I mean... People like Tommy Fleetwood are seven back, but he's not going to. I can't see him climbing over all those major winners. So yeah, it's if, you're gonna, to, if you're going to do that, you need help from people in front of you, don't you? 
Yeah. Like Mita Pereira on the 18th last time. Yeah. He helped Justin Thomas, didn't he? You need you need people to come come back towards you. And you can't see all of those people ahead of uh, Tommy no. Fleetwood, for example, doing that, can you? No, that had been a major winner on the final hole last year. Uh, no chance that Thomas would have won. Yeah. Um, how far do you go down? I kind of think Rose just isn't playing robust enough to get it done. As there's too many sort of weaknesses there. He, he got his driving sorted out yesterday a little bit. He did for a bit, but then, yeah, it just history just says there's too many sort of holes in his game. Bits are coming good at certain bits and then dipping again. Um, it was nice to see him and um, and the uh, the, the competition winner. Yes. Um, they had a really good time together, it seemed. Yeah. Yeah, they were kind of um, fist-pumping each other after successes and having a bit of a laugh when they went around. Yeah, but and I've seen a, a couple of... Uh, conversations about um, that could really help McElroy today, yeah. Because it'll there'll be this sort of feel good vibe around that group, mm. rather than the sort of big sort of pressure on it. Blocker might just sort of lighten the mood for everybody, and maybe Rory will just sort of ride that wave. And so, yeah, he's. I mean, he's he's twenty five to one. You can get McElroy. Yeah. Um, so, so you, uh, if um, if Block did win it. There was a Hollywood film in the making there straight yes. away, isn't there? Yeah. He's not going to, but there's a Hollywood no, film yeah. there. <laughs> Immediately, yes. A, a blockbuster Hollywood yes, film. Exactly. Um, yeah. It, so, so you, back to your question, who would have back if it was coming in fresh? I might just have a little bit on McElroy, just a bit, because he's a sort of, you know, inspirational golfer who could win from the daft position. But I also don't think Scotty Scheffler's out of this. No. If you look at Scheffler's round yesterday, he had a, Bit of a car crash to start with, yeah. And then he played, I think, the last eleven holes in one under. He doesn't so have he's many back, to back disappointments, does he? No. Yeah, in terms of his rounds, he, he, yeah. he got his bad day out of the way yesterday. I think. Yeah, I think if he gets on a roll, don't rule him out. He's nine to one. That's that's sort of where he was at the start of the week. Yeah. And if you backed him, then you'd still be quite hopeful that he might do something. So, so yeah, it's probably. It'd be, it'd be a surprise to me, DT, if um, either Scotty Scheffler or Rory McIlroy, or even both, didn't put on a charge at some stage. Yeah, I think one of them will, will flirt with the lead at one mm. point. Because if Kepka bogus the opening hole, yeah, McElroy, and McIlroy's birded a bit earlier, then you know, the gap between those two will be down to two or three. So, yeah, um, yeah McIlroy and Scheffler for the value, I think, there. Well, at the moment, you can get um, Scotty Scheffler at uh, best price of nine to one uh, with bet three six five. Rory McIlroy um, twenty five to one. Uh, you get three places on that as well if you if you take him at twenty five. So um, that gives you a little bit of uh, of cover too, doesn't it? A decent enough price with yeah, three three places. You can see him squeezing into the top three. Yeah, yeah. yeah so uh, I think that's uh, that's a pretty decent routine. This is late tea time. Last word in golf betting with James Butler and Dave Tindall. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. 
In terms of though uh, the round four, you usually come up with some match bets, don't you? What have you? Uh, what's your gargantuan golfing brain been looking at overnight? Um, so yeah, I'm going to put together a fourfold, which will start with uh, Matthew Naismith to beat Keegan Bradley. Um, we were we were keen on Bradley, weren't we, at the start of the week? But he's just sort of tailed off quite badly, to be honest. He's just disappeared, hasn't he? Yeah, it's um, like his um, his body is kind of because he was quite chunky at one stage, wasn't he? And he's gone down to really slim, and his chances in this tournament have kind of reflected his body changes. Yeah, he's um, he's, he's now tied twenty seventh when uh, it looked on day two that he'd be in position to win this at, at this stage. Um, but he's gone south. His putter let him down yesterday as well. Yeah. And once that starts to go, I just think he's. I just think he's entering this final and thinking what might have been, rather than on a kind of upward flow. Um, he's up against Matthew Naismith, who didn't have a great round yesterday either. But it's sort of the price, really. I think Naismith is uh, being a bit undervalued because I've, I've got a bit of a negative on. On Bradley Naismith, um, clear, the clear outsider in that two ball. I just think Bradley's week has just sort of gone disappointing and yeah. he might find that hard to shake off and the putter's gone cold. So that's leg one. What price is Naismith in that? Um, he's very, you can get about six to four, 11 to eight. But Okay. Then the next one uh, we've got is Patrick Reed to beat Min Woo Lee. Yes. Reed's been. He's not quite got in a blow at the leaders, but he's just been sort of creeping up there all week. And he's now uh, 16th. If you remember the Masters, he, he had a flying finish yeah. uh, to get in the top four. I mean, he could still, uh, you know, he's two over. He could still nick fifth or sixth, maybe, possibly, yeah. if he has a good final day. And his, um, his short game's been brilliant all week, put her in the, around the greens. Um, I think conditions are a little bit easier today. You know, some of his errant drives might not be as clogged up in the uh, horrible grass, wet grass. So, yeah, I just think he's, I mean, he shot one under yesterday, which was a really good effort. And he's got this pedigree in majors. So from here, I think uh, he, he can think, right, I can crack this top 10 for the second major running and have a good day. So he's, and Min Woo Lee, he's still, um, this is a, Approach play it's still just sort of way down on everyone else's who's in the top twenty. Uh, so yeah, I think Min Woo Lee is there to be opposed, and Patrick Reed, someone good to take him on with. You mentioned the uh, the weather there just before you carry on with your your picks. The uh, a lot of talk yesterday because it was raining. It was nasty yesterday, wasn't it? It was, it was damp. It wasn't any wind, but it was just wet. Um, talk today that it's actually going to be a lot nicer there. Yeah. So it should be, a bit, yeah, the scoring should be a bit easier today, um, today, shouldn't it? Round four. Yeah, I think so. Which gives you the chance of somebody shooting 65, 66. Mm. And if, it, if it's one of the leaders, you know, Kepka could be in a bit of trouble there. Um, the next two are fairly obvious ones. Um, we've got, we've got Tyrrell Hatton to beat, where are we? To beat Chris Kirk. Yeah. Um, Hatton, I mean, if you go back to day one, Hatton was seven over after nine, I think. So yeah. basically, since halfway through his first round, he's, he's played sort of to the level of somebody now in the top three or four. Well, so we had one of our betting slip at the start of the tournament, didn't we? Because mm. you know, last week's Byron Nelson, he played beautifully. Yeah, so it was a just a car crash for that, that start. But to be fair to him, he's dug in well. He's fought back, made the cut, kept inching forward, and now he's... 
I think tied 27th. Yeah, so a lot of people just think, oh, he's a hothead and, you know, he'll, he'll, he's just dug in there really well, hasn't he? It's, it's a definitely uh, frustrating because what might have been, I mean, yeah. had he just played normally for those first nine holes, he'd been with a chance of winning this. That's a golf tournament though. You need to string four rounds together, don't you? Yeah. Um, but as, as I say, I'm impressed by the way he's not just thrown the towel in. He's, he's kept inching forward. Um, so I think he's, yeah, so he's, he's a top five golfer this week from halfway through round one. So, I'll take him at eight to eleven to beat Chris Kirk, and then finally a similar price, uh, Tommy Fleetwood to beat Justin Sir. Uh, that, that's a fairly sort of obvious one, really. Fleetwood uh, shot a really good round yesterday, sixty-eight uh, to climb into the top ten. Sir sco- uh, scored seventy-three and looked kind of like, you know, he's not quite good enough yet to be at this level. And Fleetwood's got a load of good performances in majors, and he's finished fast before. I saw Fleetwood interviewed after his round yesterday, and he looked like he's really enjoying himself. He mm. big smile on his face. His eyes were wide. He's, you know, he's he's up for it. You can see him coming out there. Like I said, quite a few round fours in majors. He's done well, hasn't he? Yeah, I think shot sixty three. I think it was a wing uh, um, Shinnecock to finish runner up. Mm. Um, so he can he can certainly win that match. But I mean, he might do he might do something much better than that. And, you know, possibly just flicker up on the leaderboard in the top five at some point. Well, if he was the person to shoot the 63, he might just put the cat amongst the pigeons a little well, bit. Yeah. Money, but he's, he seems to be quite a long way back for that. Yeah. Um, he'd have to shoot a 63 to have a chance, I think, wouldn't he? Uh, maybe not. Maybe not that low. Um, mm. He's at even par. If he shot 65, that would get him to five under. Mm. Kepka might make a yeah. playoff. Four okay. under, five under. If they if they all have a wobble ahead of him, yeah, he would yeah, need so the help on that basis. They would need, bit, need the yeah, help of the ones yeah. above him. Yeah, so that um, that fourfold of Naismith, Reed, Fleetwood, and Hatton pays twelve point eight to one. Twelve point eight to one for uh, DT's final pick then of this uh, US PGA Championship, and uh, well, it, it promises to be. A, a good one for us, isn't it? I mean, we've got a few people on our betting slip there that can at least get us an each-way return as we go through this final round, if not win the thing. So uh, fingers crossed for that. Hopefully you've uh, gambled responsibly. Hopefully you've maybe followed some of our tips and uh, and got a few of these runners and riders on your betting slips too as we go through round number four. But whatever, well, it's always nice to have a few up there, isn't it? Because it kind of mm. gives you that interest as you go through on the betting um, perspective. So uh, um, good luck with all your bets out there, everybody. Thank you very much, DT, for your company over the last uh, four days. Cheers, James. And uh, we will sh- see you again on Wednesday because obviously being a manger, we've been with you every single day. Um, so we're back on Wednesday for the Charles Schwab, isn't it? Um, the uh, next event on the PGA Tour. And we're going to have different surroundings on Wednesday. So make sure you tune in. We should have some sparkly. Well, it'll look different. Well, I'll, ju- I'll just leave it at that. It'll look different when you join us on Wednesday. Always gamble responsibly, everybody. Enjoy the rest of this US PGA. And uh, we will see you again, as I say, on Wednesday. Always gamble responsibly. Visit BeGambleAware.org for more information. Sports Social Podcast Network.